they say that too many people have the audio too high, so it's not realistic. But when you have it at the right dB, it's just hysterical. Yeah, I'm not starting the podcast. <laughs> I figured you wouldn't, but that's that's a good tidbit of knowledge. Next time you're doing uh, some sort of comedy thing, just remember that. It doesn't have to apply to farts. You know, you could put it to anything. Maybe chicken clucking. Okay. Negative, <laughs> negative 20 on the chicken clucks. On the chicken clucks, yeah. <laughs> uh, chicken go cluck cluck, cow go moo. Cow go moo. Piggy going oink oink. How about you? That's such a great movie. It's one of the best, and the fact that it doesn't have a Blu-ray release yet is a shame. Same with Warriors of Virtue. No Blu-ray release? What's going on? I have not heard of that one. You haven't heard of the five anthropomorphic kangaroo <laughs> warriors who are each based off of one of the elements? Water, fire, earth. Other Wind. <laughs> Miscellaneous. Miscellaneous. <laughs> <laughs> In the movie, it's so great because, like, this dude named Master Chung is telling this young boy about the five warriors, and he's naming all their powers. And when he's like, fire, you see one of them come up with a sword. And then they're on the last one, which is water, but the guy doesn't say it. And all of a sudden, this kangaroo jumps out of this lake. <laughs> and the boy just goes, whoa, water. <laughs> so great. You should Maybe, see that movie. Is it available on streaming platforms? I, I think it's even free on YouTube, Sean. Oh, wow. Good. Warriors of Virtue. You got to check it out. Are you familiar with the movie Rad? Yeah, it's amazingly bad. The It's a bicycle movie, right? Yeah. yeah. It's amazingly rad. I think <laughs> You're not wrong. That was... I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast before, but... I was raised on the movie Rad. Like we haven't talked about this. I've never talked to anyone about Rad. I used to. We used to call Deerberg's video rental <laughs> and renew the rental for Rad. I need like a Rad every renewal every week, every <laughs> week, because we didn't want to take it back. <laughs> Did you ever just purchase it? Uh, we didn't Instead have of to. re-renting we it? it, no. Okay, but eventually they should have just said, and shame on Deerberg's. They should have been like. You've had this movie for like three weeks now. Like it's just going to be cheaper if you purchase. It the cost tape. us four dollars, and you've already paid us thirty. <laughs> yeah, just take it. It's yours. Enjoy it for life. No wonder every time I went to the Deerberg's shopping center to rent a video, they never had Rad in stock. See, this exact conversation I feel like we've done before. We haven't. I've I feel never like talked you about. You have said that exact thing before of like, <laughs> You're having I used deja to go to, to Deerberg's video rental and they didn't have rad. You I, know, I think I always did Schnooks video store. Yeah, I, I understood the context yeah. there. I don't know if I ever. No, I did do Deerberg's every now and then. But I mostly did Schnooks. They, they had the dark movies that I wanted, they had a grungier selection. They had the Thundercats. Same with Family Video. I had to go to Family Video to get my Thundercats. No one else carried it. They're too gritty. The cats are too gritty, Sean. The, the Deerberg's video rental like area was so small. Yeah, it was that sad. I'm surprised they had... Like, why have Rad? You've got room for, like, 19, <laughs> 19 cassettes 
why was one of them rad? Other than we obviously had a huge impact on Deerberg's bottom line. So they were right. Yeah. But it was just like, how did they have any new releases? With that is actually. When they got to keep that shelf space for rad available. That is a really good question. And we should like look further into this and actually call Deerberg's and see if there's anyone that worked there back in the, what? late 90s, early 2000s, to speak with someone in the video department and say, why did you buy Rad, of all movies? Now, I'm going to tell you this. I have connections to not only only the Deerbergs family, but the Deerbergs machine (laughs) that is the grocery monster. It's like it the, might be uh, time to, uh, the Walmart, to play the South Park and the Walmart. I think you should do this because that's honestly a good question of how did you pick your movies? Having such a small variety of films. Yeah, having why room would you for 19 cassettes. Right. Uh, you know what? It's probably because it was the cheapest. It's like, do you remember the E.T. game? I think it was on Atari. And no one purchased it. It was so bad that they eventually took it out to the desert and dumped all of them in the desert because they couldn't sell them. And then one There's day, just a someone pile of was ET cassettes well, in the desert. It's uh, yeah, Atari games. And one day, someone was digging and dug them up and found this treasure pot of <laughs> ET Atari games. Is this a true from story? From the 80s. Yeah, a dead I'm serious. I'm gonna have to look this up. That's a interesting. Dead serious. That's to what I think Rad was to where they're just like, we can't sell these, so we're just basically giving them away for free. And Deerbridge like, I'll take one. No, Deerbrook we'll is them. like, I'll take five. They keep getting worn out. <laughs> these awesome kids keep coming in and renting it. You should see, see how cool these kids are. My rad was Brink. So I was a little familiar. bit down the line. Brink was a Disney Channel original about okay. rollerbladers. So that okay. was big for me as a kid. We had the Power Rangers movie that started out with this awesome rollerblading sequence. So that's unfortunately where we were at. We kind of missed out on the awesome BMX phase. Yeah, I caught the end. I was born in 84, so I caught the end of that uh, sweet 80s lifestyle. Man. And the BMX biking. Yep, that's where it was at. We had rollerblading and skateboarding. So it went from Brink to Grind and all of those other amazing skateboarding movies. Yeah. Lords of Dogtown and, and that. Uh, another question for you. Have you, I love questions. Have you ever been in love? You know what? A long time ago, Taco Bell had this item. Dead serious. I've never been more in love with anything. And it was this burrito. And in the burrito, it had the, the meat and these red tortilla chips. And then they drizzled cheese over it. But they only had it in L.A., like, when I came back to St. Louis, they had a weird variant of it. But it was only in L.A., and it was only for three months. And, Sean, that's all I had every day for three months. I just had two of those a day. It's, and it was the best three months of my life. Those seasonal items are so good. And yes! they bring back my least favorite ones. But yes! for me, the Crunchwrap sliders for a dollar, I don't know if you remember those, those I remember them, but I never had legit. them. Oh my word, those were I know. good. I've, I've always missed out on the crunch wraps. My order at Taco Bell, I, I have not admittedly been to Taco Bell since the pandemic started. 
That's uh, that's I know that's hard for you. You're a man is. with your Taco Bell order on your arm. It is. Uh, oh wow, you're right. <laughs> I know your body. But my my Taco Bell order is typically a Mexican pizza and one of the seasonal items. Oh yeah, that's that's Good my order. order always. Good order. November fifth, the Mexican pizza is leaving forever. I know, and tostadas. Yeah, I'm very upset about it, and I don't eat Taco Bell often. But but when I do, I, I want did, a Mexican pizza. I want a Mex- every time I go to Taco Bell. That that is also my order is the Mexican pizza. It is ever since I was the a kid. most overpriced item. Yes, for, for what it is. Yes, but, but the, I need it. That crunchy shell. Oh that, my that word! That shell is everything. Beans and meat that, in there. Oh, we, we need to go get Mexican pizzas. I don't know what you're doing, dude. You gotta hit up Taco Bell before they're gone. We have the plans to do so. It is, is it going to be a special moment? It's going to be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think you should tape it because that is going to be historic for you. It's I the end. I don't want to digress for too much longer. Yeah. But I did get a new camera. I saw the new Sony. The new Sony. And I, I made a video about it, but there's a little feature that so many cameras have. Yeah. Even technically your camera has. that my Sonys have not had for ever. And that is the articulating screen, the screen that you can turn around (laughs) and face at yourself. And so all the videos that I've made where I'm on camera, I have to get out a monitor and the batteries and the cables and another stand or a mount for the monitor. And it's the tiniest thing, but with the the rotating screen that, that you can, you know, face as you're filming yourself, it's so much easier to just quickly make something. Yeah. And I'm finding myself just – I've had the camera since Wednesday, and I'm just carrying it around and shooting little things and yeah. starting to make more of these videos. Like I, I used to vlog uh, like for a year. I just did a whole bunch of like – not daily vlogs, but like a weekly right. something. And it was so fun, and then it just sort of got hard to do that. Yeah. And, uh, and now it's easy again. And so – as you say, this Taco Bell video idea, I'm in. It could happen. I'm Angels in. Angels in the outfields. Dude, you should make it. Also, I got to say, I thought about you recently because I did a video by myself because a film festival that I attended last year asked if I would make this little video of me telling a spooky story. And I was like, yes, I will make this video, but you must know my terms and conditions. One, it's going to be weird and not in a good way. <laughs> Two, <laughs> most it's not gonna people be... won't like it. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to be spooky. It's just going to be me making obscure references. And three, it's it's going to be theatrical. Like I am going to go way over the top with it because I can't do anything. Because they were just like, we just want you to like talk into a camera or just Skype in an interview. And I was like, no, I'm not doing any of that. It's going to have a soundtrack. It's going to be color graded. It's, it's going to make it seem like there's three cams going on at once. I'm going to add in voices to make it seem like there's a whole crew behind me. It's going to be a thing. But when, is, when is it due? Is oh, it already, done? I finished it, yeah. She's oh. done. Will you send it to me? I'd like to see I, it. I will, yeah. It, Thank it, you. It, it deals with warriors of virtue. And <laughs> Maybe I should watch that first as a yeah, prerequisite. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, uh, you'll, you'll see. It's, it's pretty funny. I enjoy it. But I did it by myself, and Sean, it was terrible. And the whole time, I was like, how does Sean 
do these by himself. Like I always see your uh, your hand washing ones, or it wasn't even that, but your reviews. You'll send me and I'll, I'll watch them. I'm like, he's so natural. He's got two cameras. Nothing is ever out of focus. My entire first take was out of focus. I had to reshoot another night. And keep in mind, I'm silhouetted, so it doesn't really matter, but it was making me angry. So I'll tell you, it's two things. One, I've made like 300 something videos. And so after a point, you just get comfortable. Um, yeah. And it's almost sad how comfortable I am by myself alone in a room. <laughs> uh, but. Sony's, while I couldn't see myself without setting up the monitor and everything else, have yeah. fantastic autofocus, which ah. the, which I assume you're filming yourself with your red. I am. Yeah, it's the only which camera probably I have. A little overkill. It uh, definitely overkill. Like I said, theatrical baby. Yeah. So, I'm, but I'm the you're going to deal man. with that focusing issue there a little bit. Yeah. It 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 was a it was a stinky situation. Also, I only used one camera for all those. Oh yeah, because you shoot in 4K and just do the crop. Yeah. I faked that yeah. second camera so I can crop out my ers and ums and ahs. Yeah, it works, though. It's, you don't have a lot of ers or ums or ahs. Not with the edit. Not with the edit. Oh, look at you, you dog. There it is. There's the plug. There's the plug. Plug yourself as the, I guess, the um editor. It's yeah. like this podcast. There's no ums. Like right now, people don't even know what word I'm saying because Sean keeps editing it out. Because anytime I say um, there's a jump. There's a jump in the audio. I can't believe there's you just actually no said um every other word during that whole speech. <laughs> um, that I don't alone think is I impressive. <laughs> but Nicely done. I don't want to promote anything. Um, I don't want to promote my YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Colonel Sean. Uh, I don't want to promote my other podcast, the Colonel Sean Podcast, or the Our Little World Grown Listen, Podcast. I don't want to promote my episode of the Colonel Sean Podcast uh, filmed in, not filmed, but I guess recorded maybe two years ago when we were in season one of the Hardy and Sons. Yeah, I don't want to plug that episode at all. That should yeah. have a million listens. And I don't want to put the link for that in the episode notes of this episode. <laughs> We're better than that. We're way better than that. And I don't want to plug 1999 t-shirts from a Hardy and Sons store. Okay? I'm yeah. not going to plug that. No okay? one, no I one don't needs need to hear you that you go to hardyandsonspodcast.com and click on store. Nobody, nobody cares. Nobody, nobody needs that. cares about it. All right? I'm over it. You know, instantly, Frank grabbed the steering wheel held by his brother. <laughs> So, I was so upset. <laughs> about? The, the first sentence. I Yeah, I spent a lot of time on this first sentence. But <laughs> let, let us, when we last left them, the boys were in a boat race, uh, sort of. They got nudged by this boat, the Black Cat, in a high-speed chase, and they were about to run into all these sailboats. And uh, hang on, he yelled, and they're you know, cutting the wheel frantically to the left. We're going to hit. End of chapter. And that brings us to... Chapter, Chapter two, two, an evening, an evening of, mystery. of mystery. Nice. Which I don't think <laughs> is no, any part of this chapter. No, not one bit. I was like, ooh, this sounds like a, a murder mystery, like a dinner party. Something's, something's going to happen. Yeah, they never make it to eat. I think it's like 5.05 all... yeah. when the chapter ends. Yeah. That's not <laughs> evening. I mean, you're barely into evening at that point. No mystery has happened yet. 
Yeah, it's it's a bummer. It's a bummer. I wonder of a if title. this isn't a relic of the rewrite, where maybe the rewrite had more of the next chapter. Yeah, this this chapter is so short too. By the time it ended, I was like, this is clearly one that was way bigger, and they split it up into two. Yeah, and, and we'll get the mystery in the next one. And I was thinking clearly. about that prior to recording, and that's why I was like, you know. Let's just follow the rabbit hole of tangents as deep as it'll go at the beginning of this uh, this chapter, this episode, because there's not going to be a whole lot of meat here no. from, from the boys. No, this chapter is a vegan burger, my friend. I just had a vegan burger for dinner. Oh, did you really? I it almost had delicious. a vegan. I almost had a vegan burger for lunch. They're very good. Which, which kind? It was a place called Max. Max? Max. Yes. Like with a C, not with an X. Yeah, I know what you're Max. talking about. Max. It's called like Max little eats or something yeah something like that yeah yeah it was pretty good it was like Max a little steak and shake burger that's it you nailed it there it is you got it yeah good i went with there. a normal burger instead of the um vegetarian because keith told me it was really good and it was it was a good burger it reminded okay. me of like steak and shake mixed with in and out wow that sounds pretty good i like both of those burgers yeah it was it was a it was a fine burger now they will was... talk you into trying to get more patties because I said, I just want a single patty. And the guy said, well, the patty is like a White Castle patty. I was like, oh, so they're little tiny burgers. I was like, okay, then I, I guess I'll do two. And he goes, that's what a normal adult would do. And I was like, is that a slam, bro? <laughs> is that a throw Did down? you just get nagged by your <laughs> server? Yeah. It was, it was a little rude, but I got past it. Then he asked me if I wanted fries. And I said, no, I don't have the stomach of a normal human. Uh, I'll Good. stick it with my fryless burger you showed him so I, I, yeah i felt like i got him back sean it was it was good playful moment i bet he's banter. at home right now just sort of stamping his foot like <laughs> he got the best of me <laughs> i hope so. so i really do so instantly frank grabbed the steering wheel held by his brother he twisted it violently and pulled out the throttle at the same time now I don't think that this is possible. No, because one, Joe is holding the wheel. Yeah. So he would have to break Joe's arms, correct? To violently turn it? I mean, I mean he it? could turn it, like, and Joe could sort of let go. But it's Joe we're talking say, about. He's not letting go. You could say go. the word quickly. Frank grabbed the steering wheel, but instantly, <laughs> it just, it's it right was, there. It was the, uh, the quantum leap. Yeah, just yeah. a teleportation. Yeah. <laughs> Chet lost Frank his train of thought. A, he said, what happened? On a quantum level, baby. That man is just so fast, you don't see it. There is no movement. He is just, bam! For a moment, the sleuth banked hard and I balanced on her side while yeah. the huge tilting sails hovered overhead. I loved that so much. That picture of it essentially, you know, in car, like uh, car races, or I don't know where they do them. Maybe it's like the drifters, but it's the sidewall skiing. When you get on the two uh, wheels of your driver's side and you ride yeah. sideways, I imagine that's what the boat is doing. Almost like this little side wheelie on the water, which look awesome yeah and they're at they're at such an angle that joe can like just reach his hand over and drag his fingers in the water <laughs> it's like right alongside his head and there's dolphins next to him too and joe's also pretending to be a dolphin <laughs> just... with his hand <laughs> 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 then the next sentence one 
dash two dash three <laughs> dash four dash dark sailboat hull sliced safely across the speedboat's boiling wake as she shot outward into the bay. I don't know what that means at all. How do you slice safely? I'm going to guess that that means like the the boats are, you know, a, a boat sort of slices through the water. Right. And so maybe it's slicing through the boiling wake um, as they shout out. For, I, I just, why not say four dark sailboat hulls slice safely? I, why count them out for the us? The one, two, three, four. I honestly, in my head reading that, I thought it was going to say, I declare a thumb war. To where I had to read that sentence so many times because my brain kept telling me, this is what it needs to say. Your thumb put an indent in the page on the opposite (laughs) side. (laughs) My thumb was getting withdrawals. I kept ghost wrestling. This seems like one of those sitcom moments where like they're expecting people to count along like a game show. (laughs) Like, how many dark sailboats? One, two, two, three, three, four. four. Dark. Dark. <laughs> Was the dark not a part of that countdown? Uh, just before uh, recording this, I was uh, eating dinner with Jesse and, and Luca. Yeah. And Luca started screaming a bit louder, not angry or fussing, but just sort of testing the limits of his lungs. Nice. Uh, and so we started uh, doing a game show called, like, Luca, are you ready to play? Sell that <laughs> baby. <laughs> I got game shows on the brain. Uh, that is a actually funny idea for a skit. Oh, boy, let's not do that again, Chet said shakily. You okay, Joe? Frank asked as he slid back to his side of the boat. <laughs> you know in Kingpin, when they take the convertible out and they, like, go off the <laughs> – they, like, hop a ramp on this thing? And they're like, yeah. why don't you just stay cool like the kid back there? And they cut – Randy Quaid, and he's just frozen, (laughs) just fully frozen in shock. That's what I imagine. Like, you okay, Joe? And Joe (laughs) is just a statue of a man. I don't know why that movie doesn't get it like love anymore. That that's one of the best comedies of all time. I miss bowling (laughs) movies in general. What are you laughing at? I hate to be the one to tell him, but with narrow hips like that, she's only going to be able to have six or seven babies tops. Oh, Randy Quaid. Uh, How far you have gone since then, my friend. Uh, you okay, Joe? Yes, thanks to you. Where did the black cat go? Mm. Now, luckily, we established that the boat that cut them off earlier was called the black cat. Otherwise, we'd assume Frank is or Joe is hallucinating. <laughs> yeah. He needs some That's smelling That's why they salts. went on the two wheels as he was swerving to not hit the black Jesus cat walking across water. <laughs> <laughs> Just trying not to cross that path. Yeah. <laughs> Use some of Mrs. Robinson's special medicines to come back to. Some say it pawed the sea. Terrible. What a bad joke. Potted the sea? Yeah, instead of parted, potted. Yeah. <laughs> you could have come up with a better feline than that. Ah, man, be careful. Ah. With bad jokes like this, you're just going to litter the ocean. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> can it get oh. worse? Can it get worse? For sure it can. <laughs> oh. 
Ow! 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 I just what? hit my elbow! Ah, me! Ow! On what? <laughs> oh, no. Me, ow. Oh, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't lose this one, Sean. I need to win, don't you think? Stop turning that brain. Stop it. Stop thinking about cats. <laughs> and with that, the boys took a break. <laughs> you should look at your waveforms if you, if you haven't. They are... Uh, like, look at the file afterwards. Like, it is just a solid block. <laughs> <laughs> there is there is no dynamic range to your performance. It's all. I, it's all. Yeah, it's way up. It's I got right told there. that. So we were at that Mac place because Keith asked if I would go out to eat with him for his new job. And I was like, yeah, it's fine. And one of the guys they were with is this dude named Seth, who I've met like three times. But there was a point where he stopped me because I'm wearing a mask. And I feel like I have to talk louder with the mask where he just goes, David, you're yelling. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like the same thing with the podcast, too. I have to yell in order to be heard, but the mic the, is right above me. The, uh, the live episode that we did last week, uh, I say live, but rather in person. We recorded oh, yeah. in person yeah. instead of virtually. We were like 15 feet apart, and I was worried that we were going to naturally sort of yell at each other the whole time just because yeah. that's how you talk to somebody who's 15 feet away. <laughs> but it's pretty decent. I feel like we stayed pretty calm and somehow were able to hear each other without wearing headphones. I know. I couldn't believe that we heard each other so well. It was very actually easy. It was a nice little relaxing time, too. Yeah, we're going to have to do that again. We, My schedule and your schedule didn't sync up for this weekend, so we're recording this on Friday night, and it only made sense to do it virtually because it's really dark outside. But I can yeah. see a, a, a Saturday or a Sunday afternoon thing being possible in the future. I too. Yeah, yeah. A nice little picnic. I'm Maybe totally I will fine, by the way, as the temperature drops, I'm fine outside. I'm a, I, I love the cold. I have no issues with that whatsoever. You know, it's so funny because I am so vice versa from you. I know you are. I <laughs> but you are. I will. I'll power through it. I'll bundle up, dude. I will be in such thick clothes, it's going to be ridiculous. I think if we watch where the mic cables fall, we could build fires build two see, separate fires in I love that idea yeah I love that idea we talked about that making s'mores roasting malas yeah yeah making awesome. some cookies some cookies I tried when I was writing that little breakdown for our last Instagram post I was gonna that put was in gorgeous by the way thank you Sean thank you I just Keith asked me at like 11 like 20 minutes before I was going to bed and I was like I think I could whip something up. So it's pretty, pretty happy about how little time I had, how quick I put it together. But I was upset. I mentioned cookies, but I couldn't remember how they, how they spelled cookies. And I, I tried looking it up. I tried Wikipedia searching Hardy Boys cookies. Couldn't find anything. Yeah. Not one thing on the internet about how they spelled cookies. How yeah. do you spell cookies, by the way? I believe it's... Uh, was it with a K? No, it's C-O-O-K-Y. Okay, I got so it So instead of the I-E, which is vernacular. Yeah, it had the Y. They had the Y. And there may have even Cookies. been a hyphen for some reason. Like I remember there being a hyphen. So it was Cook hyphen Y, right? Yeah, and a lot of times they were like two day and it's two hyphen D-A-Y. Yeah, uh, I like that actually. I think I'm going to start using that. They do it with tomorrow as well. They do, T-O hyphen Moro. So it's two 
Morrow, Vic Morrow, who died on the set of the Twilight Zone movie. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a tragedy. I probably shouldn't go into it. It's very sad. Sad stuff. <laughs> so, there she is. So, where did the black cat go? There she is, Biff shouted. Looking around, the brothers saw the other speedboat had veered in plenty of time to run easily before the sailcraft. The big bald man was pointing to the boys and laughing. <laughs> what an image. You just look over in this hot sun is just glaring off this man's dome and he's just pointing laughing like <laughs> you're doomed <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 sad, sad 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 bank her again joe frank cried angrily we're going after those men i can't joe shouted back over the roar of the engine she won't respond to the wheel well, probably because you yanked it too hard. Yeah, <laughs> You instantly. broke it, just like your arms. <laughs> <laughs> and our spirits. Uh, so they, uh, this, this whole next thing is weird to me. So uh, already a quarter of a mile of open water separated the two boats, two boats, helpless the four friends watched the black craft race away. Meanwhile, the sleuth shot ahead at full speed, her handsome prow, <laughs> lifted clear of the water. Do something, yeah. Chet cried. We'll run aground. No, we won't, said Frank, who had noticed the curving white swath of their wake. We're going in circles. <laughs> nice. And I thought, did you really need to look at the wake to notice <laughs> that you're going in circles? Yeah. <laughs> like, how many circles had they gone in before Frank was like, actually, guys, look back there. You notice... You didn't notice how the shore was in front of you and then behind you and then in front of you and then behind you? That didn't That's... give it away that you're going in circles? You're in the ocean. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Didn't they used to, like, back in the day, if you were taking a prisoner and you didn't, or, like, someone that you didn't want to know where your location was, you would blindfold them and then fly the aircraft in circles for, like, two hours and then land to where people thought you went further? Maybe they were in a situation like that. Where they were all blindfolded. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, they didn't want themselves to know where they were heading, so they blindfolded themselves. I'm try have you I think it's taken two where he's <laughs> he blindfolded in a car and he's listening for sounds and then later they like drop grenades and he counts out how long it takes and that's how he's able to tell where these the car turned and all this stuff. That is awesome. I think it's Beverly Hills Ninja, where Chris Farley wears his to try and get a reenactment of where to go, and they end up on a horse track. And he says, ah, yes, Joey, I believe we're on the right track. And Chris Rock is Joey, and he goes, oh, we're on the track, all right. <laughs> it's, it's phenomenal comedy. And then they end up in a car wash, and he thinks he's being attacked by a giant squid monster. And he's, ah, the tentacles. It's good stuff. I need to see that again. Yes, Beverly Hills Ninja, classic film. The sleuth, her steering mechanism disabled by Frank's emergency turn, was clearly completing a wide circuit. We might as well save gas, Joe said, throttling down. One thing's sure, we won't make Shantytown today. Yeah, they, they are just... Didn't they already go to Shantytown, though? They stopped by for like 10 seconds and saw that it wasn't that full. 
And yeah. they're like, we'll come back later. Which upsets me because we're about to find out what they're going to do tonight instead of go to Shantytown. They still can go to Shantytown. They're just deciding to go somewhere else instead. Yeah. It's kind of on them. Bad um, detectives. The, the other thing here, so said Joe, throttling down. Now, that to me sounds like you're in the ocean. Your boat mm-hmm. can only go in circles, so you're going to turn it off, right? You throttle, throttle it down. Yeah. So glumly, the four sat still while the distant shores seemed to rotate around them. Um, so they seemed to rotate around. Uh, and then in a minute, th- so there's some fog out, some foreshadowing. There's some fog out at, at sea that they're worried will come back in. I'm moved on to page 12. Yep. And uh, they don't think it's going to be an issue tonight, uh, but they're going to have to be back for Callie's costume party. So we'd better get ourselves out of this mess soon. Um. Uh, and then uh, Tony shows up in the Napoli. Oh, yeah. It's pretty they see awesome this boat too. coming. And Tony's like, hey, why are you fellas running in circles? Or Jerry asks that. And I th- ask the same question, like, why are you running? <laughs> Stop your boat. Yeah. Turn it off. <laughs> what is the matter with you guys? You can't. You idiots. There's, their way of thinking is if we keep doing circles, they'll just keep getting wider and wider. Until right? eventually, because you're creating waves, and those waves are pushing you further out, right? So you're right. gonna be doing right. They're riding the waves. It's right. like surfing on the boat. Right. Okay? And, and when you throttle it down, it makes the ship a little bit lighter. Okay. Yeah. So because I thought, yeah, you're let's not go as heavy. Light so now you got going, it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Um, so, <laughs> so they decide to get a tow, uh, and uh, taking a coil of rope from the stout boy, Joe scrambled onto the prow of the sleuth. Leave Chet alone. I know. Did they already call him fat? They call him Fat Boy comes later. It's pretty hysterical. It's so mean. But whenever so Tony is with who is he with? Jerry. 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 It says the four companions wave wildly at their friends. And in a few minutes the yellow speedboat idled up alongside the sleuth to where I thought they waved wildly that entire four minutes. They didn't stop. Right? Oh, right. This is like them celebrating for a full yeah, minute in the, in no the first There's no way book. these boys stop waving. I this mean, is just four minutes like of those, the party. Those dancing green things, the wacky inflatable arm-wailing tube men or whatever they're called. Yeah. yeah. So silly. They're all really sore now. Yeah. Joe's got his broken arms, too, so that didn't help with the fractures. <laughs> <laughs> From the instantaneous grab of the wheel. <laughs> So they get towed back. 20 minutes later, the six friends stood together on the dock of the Bayport boatyard while a mechanic examined the sleuth. Uh, you think that fellow tried to sideswipe you on purpose, Tony asked? Yes, I do, Frank said. Ah. So they talk about this with the, uh, with the, the Coast Guard. Uh, or they say that we'll re- they're talking to the mechanic. They say, we'll report this to the Coast Guard. So yeah. they go to the Coast Guard. Um, but, Who they're uh, oh, buds actually, with? Well, you have a damaged rudder. The mechanic joins the group. You have a damaged rudder, he reported the Hardys. I fixed it temporarily, but you'll need a new part to do the job right. It'll take a day or two for me to get it. Bring your boat back then. And I figured that that's probably foreshadowing as well. That's definitely foreshadowing. Something's going to happen with the boat in the next day and a half, yeah. Yeah. Um, So after the the Hardys' craft had been safely moored in their boathouse, Tony headed the Napoli out into the bay. Uh, and they're headed toward the Coast Guard Pier. But I paused for a moment here and thought, this poor boat, 
the sleuth. Yeah. Literally the day that they got it, they like got beaten up and left for dead <laughs> on the on the hood of it. Somebody messed with the throttle. They drained all the gas out first. Now yeah. it's got a broken rudder. Uh, in the last book, somebody stole. No, no, Paul Blum straight stole it in the rewrite. He did. Yeah. Um, yeah. This poor boat. They. It's just in awful shape. It's been destroyed so many times already in three books. And yeah. And at what point do you say this boat is clearly cursed? Like this boat is bringing nothing but terrible things to us. Or not even that. But hey, maybe we shouldn't have given a boat. To teenagers. Maybe we shouldn't have given teenagers their own boat. And then uh, Fenton's like, you're right. And then all of a sudden, Dire Straits, Money for Nothing kicks on. And the boys are on jet skis now. That's a hot track. Which Dire Straits song is that? Money for Nothing. Oh, oh, there it is. I'm sorry. Yeah. I hear it Money for nothing and chicks for free. Also good is the Weird Al Yankovic uh, Beverly oh. Hillbillies cover. Okay, yeah. I didn't know. I thought you were going to say he did a Dire Straits uh, Money for Nothing cover, and I was like, I have not heard that, but I know what he I'm did. doing with this. End. He did, and it's oh, all it's about called the, the Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah. Get out of here! No. Get I'm out not, of here! I'm not going to perform any of it for you, but there's your homework for when we're done. Yeah, I cannot wait. I'm about to have my mind blown. So uh, they go into the, the Coast Guard uh, station office, and the officer on duty rose from his, his desk. Hello, Frank, Joe, fellas. He, uh, the personnel at the Bayport station knew the Hardys well. More than once, mm. they had cooperated with the boys and their father on cases. That was nice of them. Yeah. Hardys yeah. know the police. They know the Coast Guard. Yeah, they're, they're friends with everyone, which is weird. They're yeah. teenagers. So I don't know if you have anything in the next page. Uh, my next thing's not till the end of 15. That's, yeah, minus 16. <laughs> yeah. But so they, they tell the the Coast Guard station what happened, and they were, you know, rammed by this boat, the Black Cat. They gave uh, description yeah, they, of the people and all this stuff. They asked if they can check registration, like, hey, can you tell us who owns the Black Cat? And I was like, first of all, that doesn't work because I've gone to the DMV personally when a man had cut me off and I wanted to find out who drove that car. And I said, can you tell me who owns this vehicle? They said, no, absolutely not. It is illegal. Yeah, but you went to the DMV, not the Coast Guard. Oh, Should have gone to the Coast, to the Coast Guard. Guard with the description of that car. <laughs> so they, they checked the registration, nothing here. And he says, you know, but it might have been there's a big regatta. Going up uh, in Northport, Ooh. it might have come down from there, and so uh, they're now, like, a, "All right, a, a regatta—that is the pasta, correct?" Yeah, it's like a a penne a penne regatta. Okay, that's what I thought. And nice. uh, yeah, it's a nice thin cream-based sauce. It's a great little dish. They have peas in it too. I like peas. You don't get enough peas. You gotta give peas a chance. And they say that Anchor FM is like the penne regatta <laughs> of podcasting platforms. What a ridiculous ad. That was a fun one. Which, I very which much I assume enjoyed people that. just got to hear. They did, and they loved it. Um, so they're like, tell you, we're going to, we can't go out tonight because it's too late and our boat doesn't work, uh, and we got to go to this costume party. Um, but 
the officer says, we'll have our patrol boats keep a lookout for the craft, and if we find it, I'll call you. And this is where I wrote, defund the Coast Guard. <laughs> you got, yeah. Just yeah. how the DMV 100%. didn't give you that the information on that automobile. Yeah. So, too, should this Coast Guard not give the identity of a boat yes! owner to two teenagers who are clearly <laughs> aggressive and want to go hunt these people down for yes! revenge. Yes. I, but, yeah. And, you know, Tony's with him, and he's threatening looking. Oh, yeah. Leave it to me, fellas. <laughs> yeah. I can call the black of the hand. <laughs> the black of the hand. <laughs> go on TikTok, just like at a clock. <laughs> the black of the... <laughs> oh. What a line. Oh, what great dialogue. So uh, they look, and the, and the fog is coming in. Yeah, that pea soup. Yeah, fog's coming in fast. Uh, so they said, we all better go home and get ready for Callie's costume party. Don't forget your costume, Joe called as the uh, Napoli turned away. I guess he's talking to uh, Tony. Tony? Okay. Yeah, I would assume. Because Tony said, it was Tony who said just before that, that's okay, he replied. It's getting late. We'd all better go home and get ready for Callie's party. That's Tony oh, yeah. saying that. Don't forget your costume, which I find hysterical because the next line is essentially them saying, hey, we don't have costumes yet. <laughs> Someone yeah, else forgot their costumes. So you uh, hypocrite? You all set for the masquerade, says Biff. Uh, and Chet says, you know, I am. The fat boy chuckled in anticipation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait till you see what I'm going to wear. Oh, I and think then, it's going to be two pieces of bread. And then, yeah, Biff says, even you detectives won't know us. And then Frank says here, we'll, we just have time to pick up our costumes from Mr. French before he closes. And I thought, that's such a lame cop-out for a costume. But who just rents a costume for a costume party? you got to build something. Yeah. you got to construct it. Yes, I agree 100%. It's I, all about originality. And if you don't build it yourself, then just don't wear a costume. For like 13 years, we've been going and having our photo taken with Santa wearing an yeah. assortment of different thematic outfits, all of which we insist on building from scratch, with the exception of uh, a Boston Celtics jersey. Everything else, we're, we're piecing these things together. We're making Did you do it a happen. Celtic pride situation with Santa Claus? Uh, no, we went as two Celtics players and a referee. Ah, okay. <laughs> nice. Nice. That was the shortest preparation of any year ever going into the santa photo where we went to the mall and <laughs> saw the uh, jerseys and just bought them and made that our santa picture that year not yeah. our finest work well i mean you chose the celtics and that's funny but that was the cheapest jersey <laughs> they, they weren't doing well that year uh, and, I, and <laughs> what we a got, great story we got two number nines <laughs> yeah and then used a little bit of tape to turn one of the nines into an Dude, eight yeah we just connected it nicely on through there. done yeah. Hollywood magic. <laughs> to where it's a photo, so you could have easily photoshopped it. But you guys are beyond Photoshop. You say We're no. We're purists. We're getting it in camera. We're getting and you it did. Not only in camera, but in the camera that they take all of the photos with. Oh, my God. Which yeah. presents a fun set of challenges. Yeah. I but don't like, doubt that one bit. One of my favorites was uh, the year where we tried to blend into the background. <laughs> and so... <laughs> We had to we had to go and scope it out. Well, yeah, we all had to pose where we would be. Yeah, have them take our photo. We got that photo and then worked from that to build our costumes and paint our faces and bodies accordingly. 
so that way when we resumed those positions later, we would match up with our backdrop. Uh, what was that conversation like? Hey, can you guys take our photos? Let's just standing in random spots. They love us. They know us. The photographer, like it's been the same woman running the show for like the past six years. And yeah. they know when we come. Uh, they know it's always the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Hey, come them hotly, boys. I don't think they, well, they may know our names now, but uh, definitely Santa knew us and knew we were yeah. coming every year. Um, and this year's new challenges. We can't, oh, wow. can't go to the mall. Can't go sit on Santa's lap. There's so, something uh, that can be done. Oh, there's there's some ideas already cooking. We oh, got, yeah. Oh, I, mean, I cannot we wait got to see months, the pandemic but, special. Yeah, we'll see what we do here. Yeah. Um, but the Hardys uh, get on their motorcycles. We're in luck, Frank declared as he parked in front of the costume store. It's still open. Mr. French has a couple of customers in there. And... Oh, I, I had made a mistake earlier and had confused myself. I thought it said, and he still has a couple of costumes in there, but it says customers. And when I first read it as costumes, I'm like, they don't even have him picked out yet. They're just going to a costume shop. And I, oh, good. He's got a couple of costumes left. I was relieved that there's a little bit more. I wish. Give me that, give me that next paragraph. I, I love this description. Okay. Yeah. So the boys hurried toward the door through the wide shop window they could see the tall spare proprietor with thinning blonde hair and a small graying mustache okay first of all how does that work because wouldn't your hair gray at the same time as your mustache i don't know so why would he have ultra blonde like bad guy like russian bad guy from a diehard film i imagine it's that platinum platinum blonde yeah. and it's slick back but it's just this old gray like Push geppetto broom. mustache yeah you know this man's know. making puppets or something in there i've uh, never heard the term spare used to describe someone other than to say they're extra and so like the tall <laughs> spare proprietor like this is the proprietor for nights and weekends like this is an extra one we keep in the closet so we got like oh what happened well the first proprietor was stabbed <laughs> Uh, but we've got a spare. His <laughs> first variety's got a hole in it. I didn't even think about it. That see, when you said extra, my mind went. It's like this dude's extra. Like his suit is made out of the same material that a disco ball is made out of. Oh, like he is a flashy son of a gun. I gotcha. He's got one of those awesome hats on. Those giant like felt sombreros. Like this dude looks great. He's got his cane, but it's also a sword cane because he's extra. Because he's spare. Ooh. But yeah, the spare. Ooh. Interesting. I imagine them with opening up a closet with thousands of them in there. That's a couple nice. more spares. Or it would actually be in the ground, like the trunk of a car. You open it up, there's a dirty blanket, and you lift the blanket off, and there's like a smaller version of them to where he's not as tall. They shrink because you your, know your spares are always there's smaller. There's a character uh, who like wears the same outfit every day, and they, they show that funny I shot am of that their character. Yeah, well, there's there's movies where it's like, you know, they look in their closet and it's the same, like it's 10 black shirts. Yeah. And like they're Adrian all identical. Monk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want to imagine that, that the spare proprietor here, his closet is just 10 of these disco ball suits. <laughs> just blind. Anytime he opens it, he gets a tan. Open. That's why his hair is blonde. He's got... <laughs> There, there's just a term for that. Premature. Sun bleaching hair is what he has. <laughs> just from his brilliant suits. 
His skin is always just sizzling a little bit while he's wearing that. Oh, yeah. His little boils. Little boils. <sighs> So he was he was talking earnestly to two men whose backs were turned, Uh-oh. and none of them noticed the boys. As Frank pushed open the door, Mr. French stopped speaking. The taller of the strangers raised his voice and said in an ugly tone, Well, you're in this now, French, and don't you forget it. Is that ugly? That was good. Yeah, that was ugly. Yeah, I, I, I had a really... Get into the bowels there. And don't you forget it is sort of a dumb threat. Like, if you were just threatened by two guys in your shop after hours, yeah, you're going to remember. You're not going to forget that. Yeah. Like, it's not like they're going to come shake him down the next day, and he's like, oh, my God, I totally I forgot. I totally forgot. <laughs> you guys were in here. You threatened me. I remember now. I'm sorry. I didn't get the money. I totally spaced. That... So... That's a great point you make, which brings me to, like, if it's such a cliche, that means at one point that must have happened, right? Like, at one point there was a horrendous act that a person forgot to where criminals had to start saying, hey, don't forget it, <laughs> okay? I would like say Bill. it had to be more than once. If it happens once, you chalk it up as a fluke. But That's true. apparently this these has people that twice. they're blackmailing and, you know, bringing in on these criminal uh, rackets. yeah. I keep forgetting the, again and again. And finally, it's oh my god, god, don't <laughs> write it down, write this down. You get, please, a pen, get a pen, you please get a pen, get a pen, get a pen. I'm all out of here. Take mine here. I wrote it down for you. <laughs> okay, I, I brought my own ink actually. This is a great fountain ink, it's supposed to last 200 years. Write this down. It's <laughs> you're in this now, French. <laughs> Do you have that? French. French. Is that with a capital F? Am I French, or are you just calling me a French individual? Are you saying my name or the country? This is important. Because my name's Mr. French, but I am from Italy. (laughs) (laughs) My name's Mr. French. How you doing? I'm Mr. French. Yes, and we're back in it. Welcome back, Sean. You Welcome know, back to the wonderful books. I haven't been to a costume shop in quite some time. Yes, it's been a while since I've been to a Spirits or and a Johnny I, Bronx. And I don't know if I've ever really met a spare proprietor. Yes. But given the apparent forgetfulness, I would wonder if Mr. French would remember me when <laughs> we get to Chapter 3. <laughs> the smile such a good smile there <laughs> they can't they can't hear how proud of myself i am 